with Aaron Rodgers out for the year with a torn Achilles. Zach Wilson, former number number two overall pick, is the new QB1 for the New York Jets. How can they still win games and potentially win the AFC East? We'll tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I am a national scout over with the Draft Network as well as uh, the host of the Locked On Clemson Football Podcast. Guys, thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Thank y'all for being our every dayers, man. But, of course, I got to kick it over to my guy, Mr. LSU, Mr. Football himself, Keith Sanchez. You can find and follow him on Twitter at the Talent Code. Keith, talk to him, baby. What up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, Senior Draft Analyst with the Draft Network, man, in 2019 National Champ with those LSU Bingo Tigers, man. But you know why we're here, right? Myself, Damian Parsons, we're here to bring you that championship-level content surrounding the NFL Draft 24-7, 365. We don't stop over here, man. But, DP, we locked in, man. NFL season, right? I mean, week one, I'm sorry, not the NFL season. Don't want it to go by that fast. Week one of the NFL season ended with the New York Jets, Buffalo Bills. We all know by this point, right, it's been, what, not 48 hours yet, but close to it, right? Um, Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles, right? And everybody's talking about the problem, right? But we're going to talk about the solution. How do the Jets continue to win, right? They forced Josh Allen into three interceptions, right? This defense played well. Did Zach Wilson get a little better? So we're going to talk about that. And then we told you on yesterday's episode, right? We're bringing back Dame's dude. Dame's dudes. he has a couple guys. And then we have it. I got to slow it down a little bit. Coach K's. Key thoughts. We're bringing that up. So that's the three seconds that we have today. Make sure y'all stay tapped in, stay locked in with us. DP, let's get this thing going. Of course, Keith. Today's episode of Locked On NFL Draft has been brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical. Dot com. No Aaron Rodgers. Now what? What now? What 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 can the New York Jets do? And Keith, I think last night, you know, not last night, but uh, on Monday night, you know, well, last night I was thinking about it when we talked about this segment, and it was okay. How can they win? I was shocked that they came back, right? But the defense let it. But I think it's going to be they, this is a team, Keith. It's going to lean on the run game. Twenty-seven rush attempts. 172 rush yards, almost six and a half yards per carry. No rushing touchdowns, but Brees Hall, 10 for 127, right? Dalvin Cook was 13 for 33, right? They got to get Dalvin Cook rolling, but this is a team that's going to rely on their run game. And, and if we can get a full case and a full healthy uh, Brees Hall, it's going to do a lot for Zach Wilson, who's now QB1. Yeah, so like I said, everybody talked about the we know the problem. We've identified the problem. Now this is football, man. This is this is the snapshot. And I want people to understand that's what this is, right? So we you have football adages that you use, right? You go one and no every week, right? It's us against the world. Nobody believed in us, right? And you kind of just say them 
But now you have to activate them, DP. You have to get active with those. And you're saying, look, each week we're just trying to go one and no, right? We're just trying to beat one team. You're you're in overall, right? The, on a big season, a big picture part, you're one and no. It doesn't matter how you won the game, you won the game. So what it took three interceptions, a punt return, and every a fumble, right? Everything else that went into it uh, for you to win a game, you're one and no, and you're one and no in the division. So it, it it means a lot. And you're one and no against a team that's gonna be vying for a playoff spot, right? So if y'all are both sitting there at nine and eight, guess what? You get the nod, right? If you continue to handle business the rest of the way. So DPU asks, how can they win? Is buying in, but it's also buying into the young talent. Like we say, man, the draft is what? 24-7, 365, because you never know when what you drafted has to get activated, right? And that's Brees Hall. He looked good returning back from the ACL, right? That's Garrett Wilson, right? You know, that that's that's these young players. You're, you're, the center that they drafted, uh, was it from Wisconsin, DP? I'm, 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 I'm forgetting his name. Oh, uh, uh, Joe Tipman. Yeah, Joe Tipman, right? Like like him being a, a key cog for that. So it's going to be on the offensive side of football, then the defensive side. I seen a stat yesterday with Sauce Gardner. They say he played his worst career NFL game. Well, Sauce can't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? He can't do that no more. We, we, we're trying to win games around him, and it's going to be up to our defense to win games, right? You have to tap in defensively to that 2000s Baltimore Ravens team, right? Like to those, you know, those really good teams back in the day, you have to tap into that, uh, the what, the 99 Buccaneers, right? With Simeon Rice mm-hmm. and Warren Sapp and all those guys, if you want to win a Super Bowl. Um, so you have to tap into the young guys. Jermaine Johnson flashed, right? Um, you know, in the game against the Buffalo Bills a couple of days ago. So it has to be the young guys, DP. That's why we say the draft matters. No, I keep, and I'm, I'm you know, per PFF, I'm looking at, his coverage breakdown for Sauce, and that was one thing that stood out. You know, he 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 was targeted five times, allowed four receptions for fifty nine yards. But it was the 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 average per reception that bothered me because some people be like, "Well, Keith DP he let, he allowed less than sixty yards." Well, that's true, but they averaged almost fifteen yards per catch when they targeted him in coverage. So not only was he giving up catches, he was giving up catches for big yards, averaging well past a first down per reception. That cannot happen, as you said. He allowed three first downs on the four catches that he allowed. So you're talking about targeting him and then getting the first down and keeping yourself ahead of the chains. You can't right. have that happen, man. And it wasn't just Stephon Diggs. He got beat for almost 30 yards by Gabe Davis on the end-breaking route, right? Because, we, again, Sauce is good, but – you know, he's got to play to that level of last year. And we know that the offseason, what do, what do coaches do, Keith? They look at the film. Okay, well, how did you win? How did you become an all-pro? All right, how do we how do we attack what you don't want to do? And I always said he reminded me a lot of Sherman where it's, you know, the, the gate, the hips. If he can control when he turns and when he flips him, he's good. But if you can force the gate to open before he's ready, you can get him uncomfortable. You can get leverage on him. You can attack him, and you can win. And I saw that with Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. But him, Jordan Whitehead last night with, you know, I don't keep saying last night, <laughs> Monday night with the three interceptions. Keith, it, it was th- th- that game, man. And, and I think that they still have a shot at the AFC East because who was the biggest proponent that you got to take away in the AFC East? It was Josh Allen. Well, your defense gives him nightmares. Your defense gives him fits, right? He threw a three picks to the same man that night, right? So, <laughs> like, your defense knows, and, and the, the pass rush, Jermaine Johnson, Quentin Williams, man, absolutely. And I'm going to tell you why, why, why I still think that they have the chance, Keith, because the, the only team physical-wise that can, I think, go toe-to-toe with this defense is the New England Patriots. 
the Miami Dolphins can outrun them, but it's all about beating you up defensively and because the, the Jets is a physical defense. The Patriots is a physical offense, so that's going to be a, just a physical chess match. What do we always say about the Buffalo Bills? They're not that physical, and we saw that on Monday night. That defensive line was able to get in the backfield pressure Josh Allen. So when you got Quentin Williams and, and, and Jermaine Johnson, uh, what's what? Uh, what's the other defensive lineman? Because uh, I, I remember he was supposed to go to the Senior Bowl. Mike, was it Michael? Uh, I'm I'm blanking on his name for some reason right now. Will, um, Will McDonald. Will McDonald came in. No, Michael Clemens. Michael Clemens. Michael Clemens. Yeah, yeah, from Texas A&M. That's another one. So I I, I think they still got a shot, Keith. If Zach Wilson's had, he has to. I'm gonna be honest. He got to tap into that Brock Purdy, baby. You just be a, just be a game manager. Make the right throws. Don't turn the ball over. Don't be. Don't be a hero, right? Just play to the to the scheme, and I think he'll be just fine. And this team still has a chance of winning this division. Yeah, uh, so I I agree with you. Uh, the division. So what scares me is the Miami Dolphins. Yes. That looked dangerous out there. That that looked <laughs> dangerous, DP. That looked dangerous. So I, that's I, scary. I, yeah, but it, it, the thing is, is that you get into the playoffs, and at this point, a playoff, like if you make it to the playoffs, right? Like, that's a success for the New York Jets. You know what I'm saying? To lose your starting quarterback after four plays, it's not like you got four games out of him. It's not like you got half the season out of him. You literally right. got four plays out of your hero, you know, like the star to show everything else. So to pick yourself up off the mat and to make a playoff run, um, that, that is definitely something to be celebrated. Like I said, it's going to take some young guys. It's going to take some grit, and they're going to have to really grind this thing out um, to, to see where they go. And who knows if they tap in a – free agency, right, to try uh, get a quarterback, or if they try to make a trade. I, there's one trade option that I, I kind of like, and that's going to get Davis Mills from Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. From the Houston, Texas, I like that just another young guy to kind of challenge Zach Wilson, um, bring him in there, you know, and, and, and see what happens, right, just to simply see what happens. And maybe he's better than Zach Wilson. Maybe he's not great, but he's better than Zach Wilson to help elevate you to the playoffs. DP, let's go this thing, right? We, we said we had Dames dudes – up next, right? So up next is Dame's dudes. We get a couple guys that we're gonna ask: Is this a Dame's dude or not? Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit. Fancy picks of the week. Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins got eight targets, but he put up zero fancy points in week one against the tough Cleveland Browns secondary. This week, he gets to rebound a big shot and a big time opportunity against a much weaker Ravens secondary at home. The Texans had their success throwing outside to their wide receivers, and Higgins has a history of massive volume versus Baltimore when he's healthy. Stick with Higgins in what should be a high-scoring affair as he makes quick amends opposite of Jamar Chase. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit, same with your vehicle. With over 100 in 22 million parts for your number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rake, uh, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it is the part is guaranteed to fit your ride the first time around. Not just the first time, but every time. And if it doesn't, you will get your money back. 
Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So, guys, understand this. Keep your ride or die alive at eBay's at ebay.com slash motors. eBay guarantee fit only available in or to the U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's back, guys. You already know it's time for Dame's Dudes of Week 1 of the 2023 NFL season. Keith, who you got on tap? Because, you know, I got the stamp ready. You know, they're either going to get in or they're going to have to get out of line. DP, I'm going to go straight. Like, I, I, I'm i not sugarcoating this. Clemson quarterback Cade Klubnik, right? Because we know that he – and he's not even a 2024 NFL draft prospect. No, but it's something we just talk about, right? Because Clemson, you know, back-to-back weeks, that offense sputtered. You know what I'm saying? Cade is another five-star quarterback. I know you've done the deep dive on him, and that's why we want to talk about him, right? It's not to – from the – I'm not to poking the bear or having that type of discussion, but what have you watched? What have you seen? Because last year everybody's out on DJ Uagalele. Should people be out on K Klubnik or should they be in? Is he a Dames dude or not from what you've seen? Uh, he, he's a Dames dude, Keith. This is a kid that last year, like I, I told everybody on the Clemson pod, it wasn't DJU. It wasn't just DJU. He had his faults, but it was offense, receivers, everything. This this year right now, to start the season, the flashes of what K Klubnik can be is on tape. And, and it's all about him settling down in games, not being – not trying to be a hero because he's got the arm talent. This is a kid that has a track background. So you see with his running ability, when they, they use the zone read QB keepers, stuff like that, attacking, uh, you know, with his legs, but also the ability to lay the football over defenders, whole shot throws. He had one against Charleston Southern where he just like literally dropped it in the bucket to Antonio Williams. And the big thing for him now is just getting comfortable early in games. Right. But I, one thing that I remember Dabo talking about was if he makes a mistake, he has that kind of um, that, that, that short-term memory, short-term memory loss, basically, where it's like, I didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't throw a pick. What, what pick are you talking about? Like, he bounces back from it, and he did that last week, you know, you know not even just last week, but um, even the week one against Duke, he had that third quarter, he had some good drives, and then they, they had some, some blunders. He started the, the game out, touched down the first drive, back-to-back turnovers and everything like that, but after that, they rattle off like 28, 20, 28 unanswered points in the third quarter, right? And, and not even that's just the third quarter. They were they started to be dominant, and you start to see him showcase his ability. So he, he's a dame's dude. I tell everybody, just he 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 started the season out to me like a freshman. He looked like a freshman, like how we saw with Bryce Young being a rookie quarterback in week one. That's how I felt about K. Clubman. You know he can play ball. Now it's just all about him getting the reps and the game slowing down for him. Okay, okay, let's keep this thing pushing, DP. Let's go up next. We're going to go Sam Hartman, Mr. Notre Dame, the fighting Irish. He has the Irish with their 2-3-0 and three and oh at this point, right, where they yeah, just they had, had a big time yeah. win this past week where that was against NC State, right? So mm-hmm. it's Sam Hartman. Is, 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 he, is he winning enough for you? Is he, is he getting a job done for Notre Dame? Is he a Dame dude or not? He's getting a job done in Notre Dame, Keith. Uh, he ain't getting no stamp though. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, he he's a he's a he's a good college quarterback. He's a, I mean, because I've already ruffled some nine his feathers. You know, what I mean, keep it. I keep it the buck. He's a he's a, a a Brock Purdy type of quarterback. If you put him in a San Francisco 49ers offense with all those weapons and stuff, yeah, he's gonna look good. But uh, if you need a franchise quarterback, 
I'm not taking I'm not taking Sam Hartman. He's not a Dame's dude for me. Uh, I think the arm talent is middling. He's a okay, maybe average athlete at best. He's also about to be 25 years old. No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We have we have Shador Sanders. Is Shador Sanders a Dame dude or not? Oh yeah, Shador man. Listen, Shador gets a stamp on each hand. Like you know what I'm saying. You talk about going out there and actually and, and balling and being one of the main reasons your team is winning, right? The ball, the ball placement, the accuracy. He's an athlete, so he can make plays with his legs, but he wants to win from the pocket. But also the mental, the mental toughness he's shown, Keith. You know, so far this season, where it doesn't matter if he's being pressured. We we, we talked about this with Bryce. That 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 poise in the pocket, that calmness, that mm-hmm. coolness, being collected. This young man is calm, cool, and collected, personified. So when I look at Shador Sanders, the only thing I mean, you can say, you can ask, does he have the top tier upper echelon arm talent? I don't think he has that elite level arm talent. I think his arm talent is good enough, right? I think it's right on. It might be on pace with Bryce or a little bit stronger than Bryce's arm, but I think the same way Bryce can play in the NFL, so can. Shador Sanders, so man, he's a dame's do all the way. Okay, cool. Let's keep this thing going, DP. I'm rolling the names off. I have Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers. Is he a dame's dude or not? Texas is back. Yeah, he's a dame's <laughs> dude. You know what I'm saying? I, I pre- he, hey, listen, I predicted them to make it to the college football playoffs. He got to be a dame's dude, man. But now, nah, for what he, you know, for what do we know about him? He's a natural passer of the football, accurate at all three levels, can throw in layer passes uh, with ease. Man, he's just so, so natural, so smooth with his operation, Keith, and just watching him go out there and just dice up and dissect a Nick Saban Alabama defense with four or five stars all over the field. He looked like a guy that should be selecting the top 10 of the 2024 class. Right now, after the first couple weeks of the 2023 college football season, He's a dame's dude. Now, he got to keep it going because I'll take that stamp off and he got to get out the club. <laughs> All right, I have one last one, DP. I have one last one. I've never talked to you about him in depth, but we have enough sample size of you have one year, um, and then I know you've watched some film on him, and then you have one big game from this year that they lost. So my ex you, LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, is he a dame's dude or not? I want him to be. <laughs> but he's not, not yet. Jaden has to me. I, I just need to see more from him in the pocket as a passer, right? I, he's a dynamic athlete. His decision making has to change a little bit, right? Gets Florida State middle of the field. You're trying to hurt over people, right? And you you out there getting smacked around mid air like a ping pong ball. No, Jaden, we don't need that to happen. There's no reason to be trying to dive and jump over people at the 50 yard line. This is not the goal line, big fella. Like, and you look like you weigh 180 pounds. Absolutely not. I, I just need to see him be better with the decision-making, but start to really shine more and more from the pocket. He's got the arm talent, and I think he can do it, man. I think he's got the accuracy and, and everything to do it as well. So he, he, I want him to be, but I need to see him in some of these big games the rest of this 2023 season show up and, and elevate this passing offense. Okay, hey, that's – I mean, I, I feel similar, right? Just that roller coaster that Jaden Daniels is, was, and I think LSU fans feel a very same way, right? I think they're, they're – half of them are in, half of them out. Half of them, like, I like them. Half of them, like, he's our quarterback, right? That, that's all they can say about him. DP, let's keep this thing going, man. And we have, like I said, I'm going to slow it down. 
Coach K's key thought. This is going to be interesting. I'm talking about the quarterback, so this is going to be an interesting take right here. As dealing with health is serious, and sometimes you can't get to the doctor. So what don't you want to be? You don't want to be one that gets caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered and feel empowered to take care of themselves as well as their loved ones in a time of need that's unexpected. Check out Jace Medical, their Jace case. Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All you have to do is fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. That's all you have to do, guys. It's very simple, and it can help you in the time of need when you can't get to a doctor or your own physician. Jace Medical is simple. It takes away the stress and the worry. All right? They handle everything from online evaluation to license of pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using promo code Locked On at checkout on jacemedical.com. Today's episode of Locked On NFL Drive has been brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Guys, I'm telling you now, the quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Prospects is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Gone in 60 seconds. This week on Prospects, I'm selecting Odell Beckham Jr. for more than 50 yards receiving and Josh Allen for more than two touchdowns. Okay, that's what I am picking on prize picks myself guys i promise you now you're gonna love the offers they have their weekly promotions that lead to big payouts like taco tuesday so go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl and use the promo code locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. ladies and gentlemen it's been a minute since we had it but it's back coach k's key thought so coach k what's the key thought of the day dp to our everyday is the locked on family. The quarterback market is broken. And yes, it's it's broken. And, and, and here why I went to Spoiltrack, track, right? And I'm looking at the average salary for the quarterbacks, right? Joe Burrow just signed, he's making 55 million, right? Justin Herbert, 52, Lamar Jackson, 52, Jalen Hurts, 51, right? Up top four, understandable, right? You have Patrick Mahomes at 845, which is understandable. But the problem is this, right? That Patrick Mahomes makes 45 million average. Daniel Jones is at 40 mil average, right? Now I'm I'm gonna do this math, right? Because I, I'm just I want to get what I'm trying to see. Patrick Mahomes is at 45, right? Daniel Jones is at 40, right? So I, I did the percentages because this is what I want to see. It's 89%, right? 40 is 40. How, how do you say it? 40 is 88% of 45, right? Like that's the percentage, right? You divide 40 by 45. And my point is, is that Patrick Mahomes is taking up 45 mil. Daniel Jones is taking up 40. Daniel Jones is not 88% of the quarterback that Patrick Mahomes is. Do you get what I'm saying? So the quarterback market is broken, right? Like we, we I get it. We like to say that quarterbacks are the most important people on the field. 
And they are. I agree 100% with that statement. But the math ain't math, MVP. The math is not adding up to results on a football field. There's no reason why in the NFL, in anywhere, that you have somebody. It doesn't matter what job we're talking about, right? If we're talking about a bank teller, right? If we're talking about, a, a, a you know, the trademark or an investor or something like that. Somebody operating on Patrick Mahomes' level should not be getting paid 89% of what Patrick Mahomes make if they're operating like Daniel Jones, right? And it's not just Daniel Jones. I'm not picking on, like, like I said, I'm an equal opportunity conversation person, right? It's not just Daniel Jones, right? We can keep scrolling it down, DP, um, who Ryan Tannehill is in the mix. He's at 29.5, right? And like I said, Patrick Mahomes is 45 mil. I don't think Ryan, because that if I do the percentages, I'm not going to do it, right? That's somewhere more than half. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is half the quarterback that Patrick Mahomes is. I, I don't like that. Th there's a larger percentage in that, right? So that was my key thought. And I'm looking at these contracts, and then these teams wonder why some of them are like, okay, man, we're, we're not that good. And it's like, yeah, because you've told yourself, right, that quarterback is this value that I'm gonna go pay any quarterback this amount of money, and and that's not the solution, and that's not the answer neither. It's I always say this: there's a scale. You play great players, great money. You pay good players, good money. You pay average players, average money. And that should be the scale, right? You get in trouble when you start, and I, everybody's going to talk about premium position. I 100% understand it. But there's an issue when you're talking about Daniel Jones, average salary, 40 million, and then Patrick Mahomes is at 45. And that, that that's my key, though, DP. I don't know what you think about that. No, I, I'm with you, Keith. You know, I'm I'm all about you know, you know I'm frugal, baby. I, you know, I'll be frugal now. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, we had that conversation. I'm like, listen, I ain't I'm not trying to pay a wide receiver 30 mil, but that's where it's heading, right? That's where right. it's heading with these positions. And, and it's crazy. The NFL is so weird because when the rook Sam Bradford made all that money, and they say, absolutely not. No more rookies are coming in and getting this type of money. So they put a rookie wage scale, right? They put a cap on what rookies can make, but you guys uncapped. What these what these veterans can make. So as the quarterback market keeps resetting, I'm just waiting for the year, right? In the next maybe four to five, where we have a top-tier quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, Quinn Ewers, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, whoever it is, and to see that the headline, a hundred mil per APY, one hundred million dollars. And it's like, are y'all crazy? Because at the end of the day, Keith. And, and to the Pat Mahomes thing, right? We, I think he well, he signed his contract or his extension early, so it was like twenty was it twenty twenty one or something crazy. Whenever he signed his deal, it was like he still was on his rookie deal. He signed that like team, it was technically a team friendly ten year, five hundred and three, and stuff like that, right? So people were going. I know Giants fans be like, well, the market has changed since he signed. Of course it has, but at the same time, to your point, you what did we watch Sunday night? Right. We watched Daniel Jones out there looking like a below average quarterback. So now, listen, I, I know you, everything you know didn't I'm... go right his way blocking wise yeah. and stuff, but still he yeah. didn't showcase anything last year to yeah, earn $40 million. Yeah. He, he just played better than bad. Right. And <laughs> I hate to be that critical. And, and you know what? And I'll even say this, he played average and he showed growth. Right. But with that said, and, and this the is not a kill Daniel Jones. The reason, and the reason why, real quick, DP, why I'm bringing up Daniel Jones, because I'm looking at Spotrack, right? And it the, the rankings of this, right? It's Joe Burrow, right? Who's made all I'm about to read all of these names, and they all gonna have something in common, right? Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, 
Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. Those are the top 10, right? And all of those guys have been pro bowlers, all pro, something of that nature, right? Played quarterback at a high level. The next person is Daniel Jones. That's why I'm saying it, right? That, that's yeah. why I'm having that conversation is because you've elevated him pay-wise into a bracket that I don't necessarily think that it was, right? And, and we can keep going, like I said, because you, you criticize Russell Wilson. I get it, he's in the top five, but the guys won a Super Bowl and played at an all-pro level multiple years. You know what I'm saying? And then you have Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, right under him, right? Both all-pros, right? Played at a Pro Bowl level before, right? And both have Super Bowl Super Bowl rings, champions. Right? Yeah, and then, then you get to Derek Carr, right, who's played at a Pro Bowl level before. Um, Then it, get, it goes off, right? That's when you're getting your Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Ryan Tannehill, um, Geno Smith is at 25 mil, right? Geno Smith's at 25, Jimmy Garoppolo's at 24. I, I don't the, my my question and my, my theory would be what happens if you take Daniel Jones out and you put in another quarterback, right? Like like for, for lesser money. Like in, in what I'm saying yeah. is what do you get out of a Jimmy Garoppolo? What do you get out of Ryan Tannehill for 29 mil, right? Like and that's my question. What do you get out of Jared Goff? in that Giants offense for 30 mil, you know, $33 million. So that's why I say I just, and, and I'm being critical of this because I don't want teams and then fans, we have to suffer, right? Because y'all tell us that quarterback is the most important position. And then now we have to watch y'all invest money. And then we don't get return on our investment. And then now, because we're fans, we have to quote unquote, live and die every Sunday, right? With right. an investment that y'all made that monetarily, when you look at it relatively, right? To other quarterbacks, it's 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 not appropriate. So that 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 was, that was my key though, DP. I can Keith, I'll finish it with this. They say quarterback is the most important position in all of sports, and to a degree, I to a, to a degree, I agree. But I will also add this: quarterback is the most dependent position in all of sports. That one man needs all other ten teammates to do their job in order for him to look good. Because mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes Thursday night, why did he lose against the Detroit Lions? Well, uh, the wide receivers weren't getting open. The wide receivers weren't catching the ball. The, the offensive line wasn't blocking. Okay, great. But now you use those as excuses, but that one man that you paid to be the end-all, be-all couldn't uplift you to a victory. And that's where my issue comes in with the quarterback conversation. Because at the same breath, y'all would be everybody would be okay, Keith, pay, like having their cap space. They'll have they'll, they're okay with fifteen percent of their cap going to the quarterback. But dear God, don't play a don't pay a running back nine million dollars. That's a horrible investment. Oh, paying right. paying the quarterback sixty mil isn't it? Isn't a bad investment to pay a quarterback sixty million dollars? Keith was crazy, and now I close it with this. I remember a couple years ago, I think it was like Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers, all those guys that got brand new deals. And I think it was like none of them had playoff success the year that they got their contracts. And that was incredible to me to watch quarterbacks get that money, get that new deal, and then flame out and not, not be successful in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just that, that, that misnomer, I'm always going to push back against that narrative because at the end of the day, quarterbacks, as great as they are, they need 10 other men to make sure they can answer the bell and answer the call. Yes, I agree. And like I said, let me wrap it up with this, man. Play, pay great players, great money. You pay good players, good money. And you pay average players, average money. And that wraps it, it up, man. Shirt. 
<laughs> and that wraps it up, man, for today's show. We're talking about, and we had a good show, right? We talked about Aaron Rodgers and what's the solution, right? Where do the Jets go from here? We had a we had a segment of Dame's dudes, and we had a segment of Coach K's key thoughts, man. Any issue which y- y'all had of y'all agree, man, comment, right? We said some controversial stuff, man. We had some conversation. I thought it was a really dope conversation, man. Overall, but like I said, man, tweet at us. You know where to find me at the talent code on Twitter slash X, whatever they want to call it, and then you can find DP what at DP underscore NFL. Like we always say, man, shout out to our everydayers. Thank you for tapping in with us. This is week one of football, and we are just getting started. Yes, we are. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, to get the latest episode as soon as it's available on YouTube. Hit the bell notification so you're notified anytime we drop content on the channel. All right. On tomorrow's show, we got to get ready for Thursday night football, right? We got Thursday night football. So we got to preview that and what's going on, right? Vikings, Eagles, all that stuff. This is a blowout game last year. Will it be another one this year? So we're going to talk about the, the, the young players you got to watch in those in those in that game on both of those teams. Uh, and you know, like he said, you know what to do. Follow us on Twitter, talk to us because we do talk back. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.